there is a there is a lack of accountability in the workforce i.e leaders are not holding their people accountable for their work now if you've put everything in place you've put the systems in your business in place you've got checklists people know what they're doing that's when you can start to hold people accountable that's where you start to see a change in their work their habits they become more focused on the work that they're doing i'm andy jones and welcome to the hospitality leadership podcast where it is my mission to help simplify leadership in hospitality Join me as I explore insights and concepts to help you excel in the fast-paced world of hospitality leadership, from the latest industry trends to the best practices for managing teams, driving growth, and making life much easier for you. So let's talk communication. We all know it is so important in our relationships, whether that's our personal ones or with our people that we work with in the workplace. But also as a leader, it's extremely important for you to nail your communication skills so you can pass on the information to your people, whether that's instructions or even just general operational information or providing context to decisions the way you communicate and how you communicate and the strategy you use is really important now this episode comes off the back of my chat with matt rolf which went out earlier this week and he spoke about his policy is over communication so in this episode we're going to look at what that means but as well we're going to explore the difference between over communication and over sharing we're going to look at information overload as well so where do we start when it comes to talking about over communication now i want to just address something in particular and i know you're probably thinking well why do we want to over communicate why do we not just find the right level of communication and stick at that but what you've got to remember is we are in a world a digital world now where so many people are distracted they've got so many things going on in their heads if we communicate at the extent that we think is a right amount we're not going to always deliver all of the information that is important for people to to know to do their job to give them context to what they're where they work and how they fit into the bigger picture so when we talk about over communication and i mentioned it in the introduction there there's a difference between over communicating and information overload or over sharing because they're all different concepts. So when we talk about over communication, we are talking about can we relay this information multiple times, especially with us in the hospitality industry where we have shift based work where we've not necessarily got everyone in one place at one time certainly you may be able to do that every now and then but where we're looking at having you know weekly meetings regular meetings catch-ups not huge meetings but short ones we're not always going to catch everyone in that one place so when we talk about over communicating it's relaying a sim uh, the same message multiple ways multiple times i'm not talking about necessarily repeating yourself but let's try and think about how we can use the tools that we have to reach more people with the same message. Contrast that with information overload, where we are you know, piling information on our people. We want to avoid that because what that then does is they start to feel that 
not only they're overwhelmed with the information that they can't process, similar to when we, you know, you're delivering a training course for people. The last thing we want to do is overwhelm the, the client or the students that are in that room with too much information because once you get to that point things stop going in and that's the same with your employees you have to think how much can they process so that's one thing to really keep in mind we don't want to just dump information on people and this is the skill with communication we still have to think about how we as the leader as the deliverer of this information the messenger you still have to curate the message that you're delivering, making sure that it's relevant. So when we're talking about, well, sorry, I'll move on to oversharing as well. And that's where we start to bring in relevant or past information that isn't, isn't necessary for, or isn't necessary in the context of the conversation. So for example, if you've asked someone if they have emptied the bins in your you know, in your restaurant, in your business, have they done that? And then they start to talk about something that isn't actually connected with that task of emptying the bins, for example. That's an example of oversharing. You want to avoid that because it starts to muddy the waters, starts to it starts to crowd the actual message. Whereas what we really wanted to see is your employee saying to you, yes, I've done the bins or no, I haven't. I mean, that's not next on my list. That's an that's the example of oversharing. And we do want to avoid information overload. We certainly want to avoid oversharing as certainly as the leader. It's a lot harder, certainly given the example that I've just given you there, to try and get our team on on board with with not oversharing. For, remember, I think in yesterday's episode we spoke about the power dynamic and it comes into this again. When we are speaking to our people, they are naturally anxious. Not everyone, but most of them will be naturally naturally anxious about the message that they're or the response they're going to give. So we have to be mindful of that as leaders, that we don't want to pressure them into or or criticize them for oversharing because it's more likely going to come from a junior or a, uh, a member of staff that is your direct line management. So always keep that in mind. So I want to talk now about how over communicating can help you in your business. And really where I want to get to with the hospitality industry is that we are across the board leveling up our levels of communication between our leaders and our people. And not least that that is a foundational element and and a really important aspect for great leadership is that we're communicating and the ability, the skill to communicate is dialed in. It's so, there's so many issues in the workplace that come from a lack or poor quality communication. And we have to get away from this if we want to start building the team's in our hospitality business, in your restaurant, your coffee shop, that will deliver the results that you are looking for as an owner or a manager or your targets. We need to make sure that we're able to communicate with our people effectively to reach those. Now, this starts from creating a framework. And this is where we really need to start moving towards is getting a repeatable schedule, a repeatable schedule every week of where we're delivering the message, how we're delivering a message, the medium that we are choosing to deliver it and trying to stick to that 
certainly for me with my coaching clients, we start to look at what is your weekly schedule of everything. And this is not just communication now. What do you do every day of each day of the week? And can you repeat that more and more, more or less week by week? And I know in this industry, we can't always do that. So it's always something to consider. But having a weekly schedule is really, really important. So you have your framework in place, you know how you're going to deliver information to your people. You've got these regular meetings, whether it's monthly catch-ups or or larger monthly meetings. You've got your pre-shift meetings where we're, you know, delivering information that's relevant to the shift. So you've got them in place, you know when they're going to happen, you know how you're going to deliver the messages. So now what information are you delivering to your people? Now what I want you to think about here is is this information relevant information for these people, this group of people to do their job? What we get into often with a lot of meetings, certainly I know from a from a corporate background, a lot of the meetings we went into scheduled for an hour and you get people in there that are starting then to try and fill the time up to make it up to an hour. And really what happens in that case is that people start to share information that isn't relevant. And then we're we're starting to drift into oversharing because they feel a need to extend the meeting to last an hour. Whereas really most meetings could be done in half an hour or less, especially if you're able to create a an agenda and you stay intentional with your timings we don't need to have huge amounts of time in rooms every week that being said there is a lot to say about having a larger longer format meeting because then you start certainly with people who aren't working together day in day out you can then start to create communication lines between people in the business that don't ordinarily communicate day to day but what you have to consider is what is what's the message you are delivering and in doing that now i'm going to i'm probably going to suggest something you probably think is oversharing but what i want you to consider as well in the concept of overcommunication and this is where i think it differs you know oversharing and overcommunication have a crossover and is that we need to provide people information that may not be entirely relevant to the task they're doing but it is entirely relevant when we start to think about the context of the task that that person does now let me go back a step when you are doing a job you don't do it in isolation you never have done when you're working in a team your job is never done in isolation the task may be carried out in isolation sorry but the the effect the the outcome of that has an impact on other areas and by bringing in an element of oversharing, and it's this crossover between oversharing and overcommunication, by bringing that in, it gives this person, the person who's receiving the message, it gives them context to the work they're doing. Now, you've probably experienced this where you've had a, a boss in the past that says, I want you to do this job. You ask a question, that's not relevant. You don't need to know that. But actually, I would argue in that case, spend the time and communicate and answer the question because that starts to give the person who's carrying out the task 
that context so that they can consider that when they're making decisions as they carry out the task. That then starts to create a more cohesive team, a team that appears to work together better. It's because these people have more information to do their work, to make decisions on the fly without having to come back to you because again that's what we want to create as an independent workforce that don't have to come to their manager or their boss every single time they have a question so this is where we start to build this and then again coming on uh, off the back of yesterday's episode we are then starting to build that trust the team start to trust you because you're giving you're trusting them with this additional information which isn't entirely relevant so that's another a really part of a great part of what over communication can do for your team it's not just about delivering messages it's about building trust as well but what you know by giving them more information it helps to avoid any confusion as well especially if a message is delivered you know in the group set and in multiple different formats you start to then avoid that communication or the the breakdown in communication because you've had more than one opportunity to deliver a message that then gives people the opportunity if there is any confusion and again this comes down to your culture you have to set this up that people can then ask the questions to clarify their questions that if they've had a message that's delivered to them that they see two different messages essentially they need to be able to have the power to ask that question because it's going to save you so much time going back whether it's correcting mistakes or even trying to pick up on mistakes before they happen so again delivering more information in multiple ways is a really great policy if you want to try and get away from the firefighting that is 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 it plagues our industry but it's not just our industry it's every single industry but yes this starts to get us towards that but finally i want to touch on the key point that I think oversharing, uh, sorry, not oversharing, overcommunication can do for you as a leader. And it's a really important part of accountability. Now, I think as an industry, not just us, I think this is leadership in general, there is a, there is a lack of accountability in the workforce, i.e. leaders are not holding their people accountable for their work. Now, if you've put everything in place, you've put the systems in your business in place, you've got checklists, people know what they're doing, that's when you can start to hold people accountable. That's where you start to see a change in their work, their habits. They become more focused on the work that they're doing. But without, and, and this is where over communication comes in, one of the defenses that we see a lot from, from workers, from employees, when they're tried to be, or their leaders try to hold them accountable is that they then come back with actually that wasn't communicated to me the expectation wasn't communicated to me adequately enough to allow me to do my job and it's very hard if you can't document or sorry if you can't demonstrate through documents that you have communicated the instruction effectively it's very hard to argue against so if you can foster this culture of over communication and increasing the clarity allowing the challenge as well from your people to ask questions to clarify their understanding that's where you can really start to hold your people accountable. And then once 
the workforce, your people, know that you will hold them accountable for their actions, for their decisions, for their work product, that's when you will start to see a different level of performance from your people. I can't get away from this point strongly enough. If you want to increase the productivity, the effectiveness of your people, you need to start holding them accountable because it's when you don't hold them accountable that they realize subconsciously or consciously that they can get away with substandard performance and we can't accept that certainly now in the current economic climate we need to make sure that we are delivering the guest experience that our guests are expecting we can't afford to not have that top level guest experience that's what we sell we cannot afford to have that slip because people think that they can get away with stuff so really now Start to consider how you can communicate differently, share more information, share it in different ways, in different mediums that works for many people, and start to hold your people accountable because that's the start of really high performance in your business. Listen, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. If you, if, if this has helped you, if this episode has helped you in any way, I'd really appreciate if you could share it with someone else in your network. Just grab a link, drop it into a text message. Now, whether you're sat on the train, whether you're, no, don't do it if you're driving, obviously. That's not, that's not what I'm asking you to do. But if you remember, do it when you finish driving. But, and again, if you can leave us a rating and a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, I would really appreciate it. I'd be forever grateful because it helps us reach more people. It helps us to serve more people as well in our industry, which is what we what it's what the people in our industry need now right now is to get ideas and, and inspiration like is in this episode about communication to help them run better businesses anyway thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate your time you're you spending this 20 minutes 21 minutes it'll hopefully not go over that with me today on your friday i really appreciate it and until next time i hope you have a great weekend and i look forward to welcoming you back to our next episode of the hospitality leadership podcast <laughs>